This is I Don't Care If You Listen podcast with my mom, Shawnee, and my auntie, Leonica. This is episode nine. Thanks for listening. I should probably hit record. <laughs> Girl. Good evening. This is Leonica. Good evening. This is Shawnee. Hello. Hi, friend. It's been a hectic long day. Yeah, a little bit. Here we are, ready to record. Yeah, it's been a hectic long day for sure. I got into a fight with my dude a little bit. Oh, that sucks. And I didn't know if I wanted to talk to you about it, like, just you and me talk about it, or if I wanted to put it in the podcast. But you probably just want to talk to me about it. I kind of think I do. Yesterday, we went to, we had some errands to run, and we stopped into this. We were in a place that we hadn't been before. Yesterday, day before, I don't know, it was like a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. There's a barbecue joint, and we go in, and... I know as soon as I walk in, it's I don't I don't like spending my money where I know it's bigoty, racisty types, right? So right. I walk in and Fox News is on. So I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, okay, well. And he's like, you know, he gives me this like, do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? Do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? And I was like, dude, we can. I just don't want to give them a whole lot of money. You know, I don't like giving. If I know that's what their that's their truth, I don't really feel it. They're putting it out there for me to see. Right. I'm getting louder and more vocal about my dislike and dis- disdain for the situation. And I said something and he was like, shh, come on, shh. <laughs> because I know he's feeling like if shit pops off, he's the one who's going to end up having to fight somebody. And I know he doesn't want to get into it with somebody. But okay, I let it go. I don't like being shushed, like even a little. That right. is a big deal to me. Shushing me is like me telling a man, oh, what, you can't take care of your your, your family? Right. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) And then today, when that text came out from your president. Mm -mm, Not mine. Or at the car dealership, like I had my car leased, so I had to go deal with all the paperwork to figure out what I was going to do next. So we're sitting in the office and the text comes through and I was like, so both he and the guy sitting in front of us, they pull out their phone. They're like, oh no, it's going to be bad. You know, because we just had an Amber Alert about a missing child here a few months ago. It was really tragic. They were like, oh, it's going to be an Amber Alert. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, it's going to be that guy testing his system. They already said that's what they were going to do today. Mm-hmm. And then all, and then I just kept saying vomit. Vomit, vomit, vomit. I'm just going to vomit, vomit, vomit. And again, shh, just chill. Just chill. He was like, you're going to get me into a fist fight down in this state. And again, I was like, okay, look. I can hold my own. Always have. <laughs> always will. So if you can't deal... And I said to him, I said, that's just who I am. And if you don't like who I am, then don't be around me. (laughs) But I don't know that I want to like talk about the fact that we had this argument. It wasn't even like, I just didn't talk to him the rest of the day. I just kind of was like, don't ever, I don't like being shushed. If you don't want to be, you don't want to hear what I have to say. Don't be around me. Like that's literally as simple as it gets for me. Right. Being shushed is not an option. I can't, especially for my husband. I can't, you can't shush me. You're, you I don't shush well. <laughs> you never have. But yeah, so I don't want to like, you know, call him out. I'm not trying to call him out because he's still my guy. Like, I just feel like when you marry cross-culturally, mm-hmm. my parents used to tell me this and people used to say this, but you don't really think about it till it happens. But we'll never be on 100% the same page because I'm always a brown woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Always. It never stops. So I don't get time off from that. Right. And I love you, my 
white husband and you mean the world to me and our child means the world to me and the life we've created for each other and with each other and you as my best friend like that's I get it but there's certain things where like you're never gonna understand where I'm coming from and shushing me is a much bigger thing to me than me shushing you I'm sure I do shit that like he would like compare I'm sure I do shit I'm sure I do right I don't think a guy would see it like that though any guys they just wouldn't what do you mean? Because then they're going to be like, oh, well, you want to be equal in all other aspects. So if you can shush me, I should be able to shush you. All right. Well, if that's the case, then I shush him probably. I'm sure I shush him when he starts getting grumpy about shit or something. I'm sure I'm like, calm down, calm down. So if he gets to say calm down, then I, if I get to say calm down, then he should get to say calm down. But girl, I saw that shit today and that text today. And I was just like, is this, the, is, is, do I need to talk to my, my cell phone provider about harassment early on? Like, right. I, I don't want to start right. seeing this yeah. from him. Right. It, it's bad enough to see it on CNN. I really don't want the alerts coming in from his stupidity into my phone. Mm-mm. Not at all. I was in a training, so I didn't even realize that it went off because I had my phone on silent until Dion texted me. He was like, presidential alert. <laughs> For iPhones, what it generally does is it kind of, I think, it overrides everything and you get audio and it uh, 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 for everybody. Like, everybody who was in the building where I was today, everybody's went off at the same time. Well, maybe um, the service sucked. We were down in the basement of an old cinder block <laughs> building, but nobody's went off. Like, literally, nobody's went off. We're having a party in the basement of that cinder block building. <laughs> <laughs> The no presidential pestering zone. I don't, I'm so afraid of what this man is going to do with this power to talk to all of us at the same time. Like I said, I got to figure out a way to block it. It's got to be a way to block it. Block all notifications for that matter. But we've got families, we got jobs. We can't block all notifications. What kind of shit is that? What are we going to do then? Girl, we can block alerts. Those type of alerts, emergency alerts. I don't care if you listen is the name of our podcast. Yep. So it's got government alerts as a section, then it says Amber Alerts and Emergency Alerts, and I can turn these on or off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turn it off. Yeah, I want to hear Amber Alerts, but government, mm-mm. emergency alerts, nope. Because if something else happens, everybody else's phone's going to go off. You know, that would be like a natural disaster or something. That's the only time I want an alert coming. You know, take cover. Somebody's coming to blow us up. He he did it this time. You <laughs> He really messed up this time. He talked about he talked about his mama. Yeah, you know those fighting words. Right? Can you imagine? Kim Jong-un. He talked about my mama. Girl, I, I got to tell you, coming into this today, I told you I had a little bit of a hectic afternoon. Love you, babe. It's been a crazy day. I still have to get ready for class tomorrow, and I'm, like, kind of just cramming life in. And I was like, what are we going to talk about tonight? Duh, Kavanaugh, the whole Kavanaugh thing. And it's like, yeah, and then you talk about the president and being rude about Christine Blasey Ford and talking about her and, you know, kind of making fun of clowning her. I'm not... Uh, he did that and it was embarrassing and humiliating and everybody's talking bad about him for doing that. And now there's a new... New York Times has just exposed him for being a fraud 
Whoa, shocker. I had no idea. But apparently, like, he and his dad have been tax evaders for a long, long time. His dad basically had money in real estate, tons and tons of money, that before he died, he flushed it out to make it look like he didn't have shit so his kids didn't have to pay shit, but really, like, filtered out all kinds of money. Listen to this, these numbers. He, I saw this last night on Matto. In 1979, Trump borrowed $1.5 million in January, $65,000 in February. This is just in one year. $122,000 in March, $150,000 in April, $192,000 in May, $226,000 in June, $2.4 million in July, 40,000 in August, according to records filed with New Jersey casino regulators. And those were supposed to be loans that he got from his dad, but it ends up after they did all the numbers, those were gifts. He just got those from his dad. He's been fooling everybody that he's this business-minded genius, but really he and his family push money from here to here to here to here to here. That's what they just do. Right, and that's what they're good at. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Right. Well, he is father and all of his siblings have been concertedly fooling the system for a lot of years. He's been a tax evader and he's been guilty of tax fraud for year after year. But right. now and there's... so embarrassing for a president. When I was thinking about what were we going to talk about, I was like, well, that's news. The bad comment he made is news. Kanye on SNL is news. But I don't like giving any of these people any kind of love. So it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Okay. In October, mm-hmm. and that bums me out because that just makes me still think of the president. Yeah, it feels like this Kavanaugh conversation and the fact that they're doing an investigation, or they say they're doing an investigation, although there's some question as to, and they're pushing it through in a week, and they want to get right. this. <sighs> and they're not talking to anybody. They're not talking to so many people that have been people who have come forth and said we have stuff to tell you. They haven't called back. You know, that type of situation over and over again. Just a good old boy. They take care of their own. Ain't that the truth? It's so true. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to look, but we're only going to look here because we know if we go over here, we're going to find something and we don't want to put that out there. So we're just going to stay over here. Yeah. Okay. Viceland is that network I love watching that's got all this weed stuff and, you know, chef stuff and just, just random right but they do these little promos in between where they put out their 1-800 number they play promos which are people leaving them voicemail messages mm-hmm. about the stuff that they put on their their station okay so this guy yeah i'm just a good old boy from rural alabama and i vote because i want to protect the second amendment it's just the Make the midterms matter. Vote November 6th. I hope everybody got registered to vote. Vote, 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 vote. But yeah, so he literally called himself a good old boy, by the way. Yeah. They know who they are. Dog whistle, dog whistle, dog whistle. We they know chia. who they are. It's a club, a secret society. Sickening. And they do it publicly. And we just, like, we're just in awe and shocked and hum- upset about it but but that's why you know chris telling me to basically to chill out and not talk about it publicly so that like he doesn't end up having to like defend me in a fight or something because people are crazy is i get it i get that he doesn't want to 
egg people on. But when the alert from the guy testing the system who is being investigated for colluding with Russia for throwing our election so that he could get elected sends me a text just to see if it's working and I say vomit, 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 I don't shut off when it comes to hating this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't... You can shut off. It's not a cloak you can take off. You can't afford that. Right. That would be dangerous. To be totally just oblivious. Not oblivious, just passive. Yeah, even that. I can't do it. I'm not that person. I wear my heart on my Mickey Ficky sleeve big time. I can't do it. Yeah, gotta live your truth. DT comes out talking and I come out yelling. If you have any iota of support for him or people who support him, then we are not on the same page. I don't know how to fix that. Yeah. I'll try talking to you as best I can, but there's not really much I can do. Yeah. It's a trust thing. Yeah. Yes. And it's at a point where you can't be neutral in the situation. You have to choose sides now. You're either friend or foe, and you need to declare that and let me know who you are so I know how to interact with you or not. I try and put my feelers out a little bit just to kind of like, see where people are at see but then sometimes i don't want to know there's like this one girl that i really 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 like i dig this girl she's super super sweet i can't tell i mean our kids probably great friends right like it's great but i can't quite tell where she's sitting i have a sad feeling my gut is telling me something sad follow your gut i know and it's so sad because i don't want to judge book on a cover but it's a little bit more than a cover it's like reading the index and then being like oh you read that chapter follow your gut yeah i can't not be friends with people who who, i don't want to ruin relationships for my kid i'll try and be social enough and not bring it up i guess are not genuinely interested in having a sincere relationship with you then i don't have to right you don't want your kids around somebody who's friends with the different people because that's what's popular right now. She's a single mom and she's got a little mixed boy and the dad's not in the picture. So there's that dynamic where I can't tell she's close to her parents, her family, like they're like her support system. I can't tell if just because you have a mixed baby, does that make you sensitive to the issues that will affect this mixed child or does it not? It, I mean, it takes us down the avenue of, you know, like people who adopt white people who adopt black babies. Like, do they, will they ever get it? It depends on the people. Right. It really does. Like, are you immersed in that culture? Are you making sure your child knows that part of their culture? Or are you shooting your child from that aspect? Are you comfortable in that culture? Or do you need to, you know, feel safe around people who are like you. Right. Because you couldn't embrace that. I mean, I think she's got friends who are people of color. I I know that. 
professionally maybe she's got to block it out so much that she really doesn't bring it up or it never comes up with her i don't see color type of people right 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 or i don't not only do i not see color i don't talk politics like that type of people you know what i mean who won't go there with those real discussions they're too scared i think to go there because they don't know because they don't want to reveal their truth you think that's it maybe yeah expose themselves i'm telling you they don't like conflict and they know people may not agree with what they're gonna say and especially when they're around outspoken people like yeah. you and I. Yeah. Because I'm sure I stop many a conversation <laughs> just by being present. And people have this air of politeness. You have to be polite. And so I feel like there are a lot of fake interactions because people feel obligated to be polite because i have a little dude like your kids are older but i feel like i'm always 24 7 i don't want to f- up for him no i get it for instance i want to move to the country i just want to be somewhere back in the cut and there probably won't be a lot of people who look like me where i'm talking about setting some roots so i don't want to do that shit till my baby's out of school right because i don't want him to be in a school where he is the only face in that space that's different. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do it. Right. So it's like, that's not even an option right, right now. And even though I want him to be in a school with, that's diverse, I also have to be careful that I'm not putting him in a setting where the community doesn't really value education as much as I do, because that can also happen. And and those schools are underfunded and people are impoverished and they aren't focused on education. They're focused on eating. Right. Their stomachs are growling. (laughs) Right. You know, I can't put him in that type of environment either because he'll be distracted from his learning so education is really hard can't afford a private school we love to send them to a, it's a couple of really good private schools up here but i love our school that we have here only primarily because it's a montessori and i'm like a huge if i could if i could make a situation for a child to learn in, it would be a montessori structure like some version of a montessori structure so that i'm happy about but the diversity factor, not nearly what I'd like to see. That kind of goes for most of what I see day to day around here anyway. You got to think about it too. When you talk about diversity, there's cultural, racial, ethnic diversity. There's also social economic diversity. Well, I'm just saying just general diversity as far as like all of it. I suppose we all got to get to a point where I don't care if they hear me yelling from the rooftops. Right. We all got to get to that point because that's how things change. And if and not enough of us get there. And the first step is for people to realize that some of us are going to yell from the rooftops. And that might not be your thing. Right. So you do your thing the way you do it. But please allow me to do mine. Right. You know, because I might not agree with the way you do it either. I'm compelled to do it this way. And I got to follow that. So this restaurant we went to that had Fox News on. It was three white guys at the bar. It was kind of, three kind of pretty much, you know, very stereotypical, three older men you would consider watching Fox News. I mean, if you had to build a stereotype, there they are. That's who's sitting at the bar. The guy at the bar, the waiter, he's a skinny version of those guys running around doing the service. So when we sat down, we sat with our back towards where Fox News was showing and watched ESPN. Gotcha. We were way on the opposite, not way up, like probably maybe 50 feet away from them. Mm -hmm. And 
there's part of me that wouldn't mind it if one of them would have come at me and said something about anything I said. Mm-hmm. Because I'll stand up to an old white guy. But Chris mm-hmm. would have a sense of chivalry where he would have to feel like he would have to protect me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I almost feel like at that moment, I would ask him to leave. And I would have to be like, let me talk to these men for a minute. Like, what are they? I'm not going to do that, though. Guys. But I'm not going to do that. Guys are not programmed that way. You are asking him to violate the man code. I know. Like, you're asking him to take his penis and put it between his legs and go sit in the corner. <laughs> Man is not about to let anybody disrespect their wife. I'm sorry. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go. I ain't going nowhere. They better go somewhere. In the world that we live in now, if I am going to use my graceful and gentle ways to fix this stupid shit that I hear and see, then every now and again, I may need to do that. Push back with somebody or the little sparring, as you say, verbal sparring or whatever. I may need to do that. You can't do it with your man around. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> he is not going to have that. And if he did have that, he I would wouldn't... have to whoop his ass. Touche. <laughs> Touche. You know, that that's what we look for in a husband. Right. A protector. So you can't do it in his presence. He can't. I can take care of myself. If guy raises his voice to you... That's disrespectful to him. Yeah. And then if he gets disrespected, then all his testosterone gets to flowing and then, you know. And he's got a bad hip. So that's all I think about is like, I just don't want your hip to get hurt. Like, just leave your hip and keep your hip healthy. I almost said, let's leave because they had picnic tables and you have a bad hip. That was my excuse. Let's go. Right. I don't want to be that person that's like, every, well, yeah, I guess I am. I do want to be that person when I see Fox News, I want to turn around and walk the other way. Because that, to me, when you put that on in your business, you're saying to me that you only cater to a certain group of people or that you super serve that group of people. And if you have any of those, too. They don't have a sign that says whites only anymore. (laughs) They just turn on Fox News and they know. Uh, (laughs) That's it. And it works, you know, because we're like, oh, I don't want to go in there. And they're happy and safe and comfortable. You're welcome here, good old boys. <laughs> Just the good old boys. <laughs> Did you listen to last week's podcast? I still have not listened to it. I'm so sorry. It's That's okay. I even got our come up. You'll hear. Listen, even if you got to fast forward through it, just fast forward through it. And you got the website up. Thank we you. We got a website. Thanks, Lee. I don't care if you listen.com. We'll start putting pictures and stuff there. I love the internet. I love technology. I'm all about it. But listen, I was saying to Chris today, do you know that we are the generation that we're like pre-internet and post-internet? For us, it came really in strong, like a boom. I went and got my master's in digital arts. Like I am like involved in all kinds of different software from an audition to FL Studios to Photoshop to everything. And now I'm going to start doing Ableton and I'm all about the software. And we've been doing this Libsyn thing. You've been working on the website. You've been putting all that stuff together. We've been trying. Look. Ah! With it all sometimes. And so as people from the generation who knew life before the internet and people who now know life after the internet, 
we are going to do this at our own pace. We'll get stuff yeah. up the way we feel like because we got to live our life and do our thing too. I'm not an overshare on social media. I just kind of like being in the cut a little bit. And I, I'm good. I just, I think there's some psychological things with social media, with this whole comparison and making people feel real in your life that way and not feeling real in your life. And so I'm just, I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud that I get to hang with you and talk to you. This is a labor of love for us. Hey, come on. What you need? Hey, Mari. Hey. How are you? Good. What's happening? I heard you're making music that you want to share with us. No, I listen to music. I met the guy today whose dad was a bassist for Johnny Gill. Oh, that's dope. Right? Yeah, and he does amazing music. That was so random. I met his wife last week, and she was super cool. My kid's cooking school is where it's at. Kamari, mom said you'd like to rap and freestyle. He doesn't like to do anything publicly. He has a leadership class where he has to speak and give presentations, and he's so ticked off because he doesn't like talking in front of people. I do. I just don't like presenting. You don't like what? Presenting. Kamari, look, I, can, I am no one to tell anybody to do their work in school because <laughs> Lord knows if I didn't like it, I didn't do it. But as a old person now, I'm telling you, that stuff was so simple. <laughs> like, do the simple stuff, man, because it gets hard. <laughs> what are you making a presentation about? They want us to uh, write about two goals you, you want to achieve this year. Go. What's one goal? To get all eggs. Great. Fantastic. Second goal? To have college scouts look at me when I play football. Okay. So you got to do a presentation on those two things? Yeah. All right. So how many classes are you taking? Taking six. Six. So you want six A's. All you need to do in your presentation is say you want six A's. You want an A for whatever. I don't know. Think of A words, Lee. You want to be attentive. You want to be aware. Aware. You want to be assertive. Athletic. Athletic. Yeah. And just use those six A's. Those are the six A's you want and make those six A's the things you want to be and there's your presentation. Done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to freestyle for me. See what come on now, come on. Really? Quit playing, come on. We no, do no. it all the time. Yeah, we got to work on his extroverted skills. His extroverted skills? Yes, he's definitely an extrovert, but you like people and you're very outgoing, but he pretends to be shy. That's his game. Plays coy. Yeah, he pretends to be shy. Make sure people hear you. If anybody, a coach, a music person, a boss, if they hear you say, I don't like doing that, then they definitely won't hire you for that. Or or they won't give you an opportunity to do that stuff. Do the stuff you do like. Exactly. That's what you want to do. Set up life so that you can do stuff you enjoy. And all this school stuff, just enjoy it. I look back, Lee, don't you? Thinking those were the easy days. I thought that shit was hard. That was the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm at the point now, I'm like, you know what, baby, you don't have to go to college if you don't want to. He wants to play school, but it's a lot of people making a lot of money just out here hustling, doing what they love. That's it. Find what you love. If you find what you love, you're going to make money because it's going to come natural. That's how it goes. If you can stick to your guns and do what you love, don't get stuck punching in and punching out of anybody's anything (laughs) ever. That is no way to live. You enjoy what you do and you never do that. That's why we're doing this. Yep.
We ain't getting paid for it right now, but eventually somebody's going to sponsor us. Do you want to sponsor us? I don't care if you listen, but you're listening, so you might as well sponsor us. We're down with cutting our 47 minutes down to 42 and playing a few ads here and there, so go ahead and uh, I don't care if you listen, idcyyl at gmail.com, but we'd love to chat with anybody who wants to either talk to us about the show or sponsor us and run ads. I can even produce some ads. You know I could do that too. Word. Video. Audio, all of it. it Or if you're doing something great. Yes, you. Or have an opinion. You. Some of the issues that we've discussed. I mean, what do you think about Kavanaugh? What do you think about how 45 has handled everything? Or if you just want to tell us how much you love listening to Dukes of Hazzard music. Just a good old boy. Hey, we're open to that. Mario, it was good talking to you, babe. I don't think I'm ignoring you. I just want to make sure that I get this in. Everything that I'm hearing that is any kind of, you know, not loving its anti-current administration is really rocky. It's rock and roll, rock and roll. I believe it. So I guess the white folks are singing about it. Some. There's awareness, yeah. Yeah, there is an awareness. I was in a room full of people today who were aware, getting a presentation and a training about how aware people are. I mean... Yeah, people know. I know my husband knows, and he understands. He's smart. He sees what's going on. But sometimes it's hard to not be like, man, you're so lucky, you white man. You you know what I mean? Like, Right. <laughs> exactly. It's hard not to look at him and just sometimes be like, wow, you do you even because know? White people don't have a race. They don't see race. They don't identify with their whiteness. You're right. They figure they are just a being. And they don't understand why we freak out about all this racial stuff and why it's such a big deal to us. Everybody should just be the same. But we're not, and the world doesn't treat us as such. So why should we fake the funk if everything else in the world is not faking it even a little? So the statistic they put out today in this workshop I was in said that 70% of the people do not believe that there are any racial inequities in this country. 70? 70. Are these in medical marijuana states or non-medical marijuana states? (laughs) The United States of America. What? Yeah, it was a training at the health department on health inequities and social justice. And so that's what it was all about. My mind is blown on that statistic. 70% of Americans think that there is no racial inequity. We should just shut up, get off our lazy asses, and go to work. Wait, who did they survey? How many? Explain this to me again. I'll have to go find out. Say it for me one more time, though. They put out a statistic today that's stated 70% of Americans do not believe that there are racial inequities in this country. We are in post-racist America. They're lost now. (laughs) Wow. That's big. Yeah, that's huge. That's big. 70%. Like, that literally makes my jaw drop to the ground. But okay. And this was at the county health department. So did everybody else's jaw drop when that, when you were told that? 
Oh yeah. Yep. That was surprising for me. That was, yeah. I'm going to have to research that a little bit more. Yeah, let me know about that. I need to play this song for you, but I got to check out my kiddo and blow my nose. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another politician sitting far away Doesn't matter how many got gunned down today As long as you can keep your re-election bills paid You're just a whore to the pimp that's called the NRA They tell you how to vote and they sell you all their lies And we watch as common sense just slowly dies And now you got blood on your hands, oh but you don't care just sit back and send out your thoughts and prayers Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers Don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers It's just spitting wind, flying around in the air Why don't you do your job up there and keep your thoughts and prayers Mama crying cause the baby won't come home You tell her father that you're sorry that his son is gone While you sit and do nothing in that big white dome And just hope we all forget to care But you could have done something and we all wish that you would To prove to the world you had one tiny ounce of good But you'll blame somebody else for all this despair and not do a thing but offer up your thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers it's just spitting wind flying around in the air why don't you do your job up there keep your thoughts and prayers When time finally takes its toll And your maker comes to call his final roll I hope he'll close up the gates And send you straight to hell For the truth that you knew But got paid not to tell And you'll beg and you'll cry Lord, don't send me down there The devil made me do it She'll say, I'm sorry, I swear And God will just laugh And tell you I don't care Send you to the fire with just these thoughts and prayers Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers Don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers It's just wasted words now and nobody cares Why don't you do your job up there Keep your thoughts and prayers Keep your thoughts and prayers Keep your thoughts and your prayers Will Hogue is the guy you just heard. Another politician sitting far away doesn't matter how many got gunned down today. As long as you can keep your re-election bills paid, you're just a whore to the guild 
that's called the NRA. They tell you how to vote and they sell you all their lies and we watch as common sense just slowly dies and now you get blood on your hands but you don't care. You just sit back and send out your thoughts and your prayers. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Don't give a damn about your thoughts and prayers. It's just spitting wind flying around in the air. Why don't you do your job up there and keep your thoughts and prayers? There's a mama crying because the baby won't come home. You tell a father you're sorry that his son is gone. When you sit and do nothing in that big white dome and just hope we all forget to care. But you could have done something and we all wish you would to prove the, to the world you had one tiny ounce of good. But you'll blame somebody else for all this despair and not do a thing but offer up your thoughts and your prayers. Thoughts and prayers. There's more. It's a great song. Yeah, that's deep. I love it. And I've also articulated some of that before. Frustration. Yeah. People only care when the next incident happens. You know what I mean? And then it's more thoughts and prayers. I, we were talking about the fact that we were a generation that was pre and post internet. And I always wonder with 45 and all the crazy stuff surrounding him and that combined with all the other craziness we see in the world day to day, what is it that's going to be that thing that just does it there isn't one that's i know that's the thing but is it going to be in our lifetime is it going to be in our children's lifetime is it going to be three lifetimes from now is there going to be like a power grid apocalypse where like that's going to be the new kind of warfare where they shut down our power grids no girl they're gonna turn off the internet no wi-fi we're gonna go crazy <laughs> can you imagine people would go crazy somebody said to me today i don't buy anything that doesn't get delivered to my front door you are what's wrong with this country. <laughs> I was like, I used to work with the Small Business Administration. That kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. I'm waiting to see what's going to happen with this damn Kavanaugh thing. I'm just going to look at CNN headlines real quick, just so we can feel like we did some kind of journalistic contribution to the world as far as our uh, our podcast goes today. Senators to start reading FBI report Thursday morning. This is from CNN. A tragedy just happened. Five officers shot in South Carolina. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I got to that. How does that happen? Kavanaugh's college roommate says he lied. How does what happen? Five officers get shot. Oh. I've uh, had a busy day, but I saw the headlines in between running from here to there. Seven but... law enforcement shop officers were shot, one fatally during a standoff in Florence, South Carolina. On Wednesday, they were exec uh, they were executing a search warrant when the su suspected shooter opened fire. He must have had some heavy artillery. Well, guns are pretty easy to get, Lee. You get, get them when you open up a bank account in some places. Damn. White privilege. <laughs> <laughs> There's a professor who says that boys aren't men if they didn't sexually assault someone in high school. We need to change that, sir, if that is the truth. Holy moly. I mean, it probably used to be the truth in the past. And we're having a culture shift right now where women are saying, hell no, nah, buddy, we tired of this shit. Tired, tired, tired. Really tired. That's where it's come to. We are really, I think, I know I, for me, it's, but I know I can speak for myself. It's just like, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. We you physically conquer us and then you don't want to pay us equitable wages and, 
you keep your little good old boy club rolling. I mean, it, it, it just gets passed on from generation to generation, that membership card. But it really comes down to numbers. They, it, what I realized that we were comparing it to professional wrestling, but it is commanding your audience and keeping your audience in tow and in line and stepping to the same beat so that you can control at least this much of this pool, you know? So how do we do that? We make laws We need to make sure people do what they want. We need numbers. We have religious organizations that determine rituals and our entire calendar system. We have institutions within our communities that have policies and procedures and all of those things are designed to keep us in line and our parents pass it on down to us. Right. Unknowingly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but everybody, I mean, that's what we do and we do it. That's how government, I would say the bad guys versus the good guys the empire versus the resistance, like however you want to say it, that's how they are able to control what they want to happen. Yeah. And sheer numbers. Propaganda. They have the money. So they control the networks. They control the cables. They control the satellites. And honestly, you can't. That shit. And you can't live without consuming it. No. It's impossible. Lucky to be able to do this little peace on the internet our little space yeah. like they gave us that yeah. you know what i mean it's, it's it's not something that we could just do they that's true though they gave us that the they yeah. that we talk about they gave us they're giving us our ability to do crumbs. this or what <laughs> yeah crumbs right 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 crumbs right but so. is it making us better what is it doing is it is it is there a purpose for it They have their purpose, and we have to define ours. Dropping knowledge. They have their purpose, and we have to define ours. I mean, the role of government, that's the role of government, is to control the masses. Yeah. Families socialize us. They they tell us. I I posted something about that on Facebook. Before we're born, we have a religious identity. We have a gender, we have a race, we have a sexual orientation. All those things are told to us before we even have an opportunity to understand what they are. It's crazy. It is crazy. The internet, you know, it it (laughs) is happening everywhere. It's happening in Europe. It's happening in Africa. It's happening in Asia. It's happening in South America. Kicker. The internet is alerting you to what's happening in all those places you just mentioned. Whereas even before that, there was media. Right. But there was a time when in order to learn about other cultures and other people, you actually had to go be around them and talk to them. Yeah, that's true. We don't have to do that anymore. TV gave us a little bit of exposure. Right. But but really, we get to sit back in our little in our little cocoons and just look out from the window and see how things are from inside. Told you, homegirl said she only gets stuff that can be delivered. People don't want to go and mingle with people. They don't want to go and learn people. You know how much we used to talk in waiting rooms and in elevators, and now we all just look at our phones? They turned us into zombies, legit. You think The Walking Dead is about 
zombies, it's about us. Oh, yeah, it is. And what will we do if those resources are taken from us? How quick we will turn on each other. But then we could all go live on your land after Kamari's out of school. <laughs> <laughs> and make a commune. That's Let's right. go make a commune. Let's go buy some land and make a commune and get ready for the apocalypse. Now I look at those people who used to like build those underground homes. Remember though, you hear about those people? They built an underground ho home for the apocalypse. I used to think they were crazy. Now I'm like, yeah, well, hey, Curtis Miles <laughs> got four generators. Really? Yeah. And like, even before generators were a big thing, she had like deep freezers full of food, shelves in the basement, full of canned goods, just in case there was a power outage. So I always <coughs> knew if I was ever in that situation, go to Aunt May's house. You'll be good. I, I used to think those people were totally like, what are they doing? Like, the world is such a beautiful place. And now I'm like, I get why people do that. Like, now I think yeah. I get it. If you want to experience and explore the world and use technology for what you and I are doing and for anything else we use technology for and you want to be able to know what's happening in you know Paris without having to go to Paris and you want to know what's happening in Africa without having to go to Africa or India or anywhere else then you have to take the good with the bad and you have to just appreciate that making relationships with people is going to take a lot more work for them to be genuine relationships exactly because there's a lot of stimulation there's a lot of shit going on in the world and you could just think of anything and just google that shit and do it Think it and just get all this information like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some of it credible most of it not right and anymore that's the thing but that's what i think the guy who texted us today um <laughs> 45 texted everybody today, but I feel like he is definitely a monger who's about to try and use propaganda to, yeah. to stop us to do what he wants to do. Yep. That's what I think we got to be careful of. How did you know that's what I was going to say? <laughs> do you think this is going to get fixed before it breaks is my question. Are we going to fix this before we break this? I think it's broke. Uh, no, you and I are here doing this. So it can't be that broke. Well, here's the thing. They're only going to break it enough to make sure they are comfortable. They're going to make sure they're comfortable. So as long as they're comfortable, Life Jennings said one day there will be nothing left on this earth for the poor to eat but the rich. <laughs> But that's what it's got to come to. Right. Like, that was so profound and deep and scary. But, I mean, if it comes down to it, what will people do for survival? I mean, I know I'm diabetic, type 2. If my blood sugar drops below a certain number, I will be compelled to do almost anything to raise it. Like, I have wanted to run red lights. You know how you got to use the bathroom? You got to pee, 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 hurry, 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 go, 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 go. Girl, it's worse than that. You know, I don't have all the privileges, but I will admit being an American citizen has afforded me some and I've never been hungry. So I can thankfully say that. I can read. been able to get an education. I can drive. It's countries where women still can't drive. They're still trying to get their driver's license. I know. Can you, you talk about not wanting to be shush? Girl, 
That's so messed up. But we can't end on a sober note. Yeah, what are we ending on? I don't know. What you gonna drop? Drop Let's something. Let's see. Let's see what we're doing. I kind of want to play you something. Have you ever heard of Black Violin? Have I played Black Violin for you before? I don't think so. All right, I'm just going to play a little clip. Uh, Kev Marcus and Will B. This is Black Violin. Virtuoso. Watch me. Episode lucky number nine. That's right. I don't care if you listen. But we love you if you do. We're out.